Happy Monday, everybody. Hope everyone enjoyed their Mother's Day weekend. Uh, I know we have all this quarantine stuff going on. Uh, where I'm at, uh, it was a little bit rainy, but hopefully every, everyone was able to reach out to the mother, send them at least a nice message or a, a good message on social media. Welcome, everyone, to Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. Uh, today, we're going to do a little bit different of a format. Uh, in the uh, past, we've done, uh, you know, reviews and recaps of uh, wrestling rivalries. But uh, today we're going to do a full show, kind of recap everything that happened last week uh, in the world of wrestling. Uh, so in case you're new to this, uh, we do not focus on, you know, WWE or AEW. We try to hit the uh, other, uh, you know, major promotions such as New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, uh, Impact Wrestling, and um, companies like that. So we have a, an action-packed full show for you here uh, this week. Uh, we're going to talk about all of those shows. So MLW Fusion, uh, what you will see on Ring of Honor Wrestling from this past weekend, and uh, finally go over the results of the Fallout show of Impact Wrestling uh, Rebellion. And of course, check us out on all the other social media channels, uh, be it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, even on TikTok to see fresh daily updates, content, and pictures from the world of wrestling. So today we start off with Major League Wrestling Fusion, where the Super Series continued. This, of course, is the joint venture between Major League Wrestling and Mexican promotion AAA. This is the final night in the series and comes from Tijuana, Mexico. There are 4,500 fans in attendance. So great to see uh, new episodes new wrestling out there that still has that fan base still has an audience obviously these were taped well before all this craziness happened in advance so we get to see some new wrestling with an audience we had a great segment of lifestyles and the rich and dynastic of course featuring the most marketable richard holiday and gino medina they were walking around bucksnort tennessee holiday said that it smelled so bad that there it was ruining the taste of his coffee Gino warned that they were meth gators there. I'm not really sure. Uh, I've seen alligators. Um, you know, I've seen Breaking Bad. I guess it's a dangerous, dangerous combination of the two. Hammerstone, out of nowhere, uh, says that he was trying to capture some raccoons and was not happy about the fact that they would not let him capture raccoons. Uh, they were afraid of meth gators, and uh, they had to get out of there. Very, very funny uh, segment from the Dynasty. Also on this show, we had Richard Holiday, who claimed last week that he is now Richie Two Titles after he bought the title to Savio Vega's mother's house, the house that Savio Vega grew up in. And obviously, he is the current reigning and defending Caribbean champion. This week, we see a promo from Mance Warner where he says he's going to capture all the MLW gold. He wants to team with Savio Vega against the Dynasty. He told Alexander Hammerstone to bring the Openweight Championship and Richard Holiday to bring the Caribbean Championship. He even wants Gino's gold watch. He says the match will be a triple Tower of Doom. That is a cage on top of a cage on top of a cage. We haven't seen anything like this since WCW. So in Mance Warner's version of this triple Tower of Doom, you start at the bottom. There is a ladder to climb to the second cage. The second cage will have light tubes and barbed wire. The third cage will have all the gold hanging. Mance says that Savio is going to get his Caribbean title back. 
and his home back. Take both titles from Richard Holiday. And Mance is going to get the openweight title and Gino's watch. Now, he says it could be two versus three. Right now, they don't have a third partner. But maybe they'll find a third partner by the Triple Tower of Doom. The latest top 10 is in for world heavyweight champion Jacob Fatu. The top contenders for the MLW championship are currently number 10, Dominic Garini. Number nine, Low Key. Number eight, Mance Warner. Number seven, King Mo. Number six, Richard Holiday. Number five, Tom Lawler. Number four, Brian Pillman Jr. Number three, Myron, Myron Reed. Number two, Davey Boy Smith Jr. And number one, Alexander Hammerstone. I have this list on my Twitter page if you want to check that out again and, and, and read a little bit more. Now, AAA looks to tie the Super Series in the main event of the night as Nino D. Hamburguesa teamed with former two-time WCW Cruiserweight champion Psychosis and Psycho Clown to take on Los Parks, L.A. Park, L.A. Park Jr., and Hio de la Park. The referee definitely did not want his AAA team to lose. Pagano came in with a steel chair to take out Los Parks, and after a spear by L.A. Park, Los Parks finally got the win. MLW gets the victory and wins the Super Series 5-3. The co-founder of AAA, Conan, told Alicia Toot that AAA is going to go back to MLW, so hopefully we'll see more crossovers in the future, maybe on U.S. soil next time. Now, this is great, and this is what professional wrestling needs. For companies that, um, you know, really can team up with each other, um, share talent, can share promotions, uh, you know, so AAA uh, got, didn't, you know, did not get the victory here. MLW got the victory since it was on Mexican soil. And maybe uh, MLW returns the favor if AAA goes uh, to America to one of their events in the future. Love to see this crossover between promotions and uh, hopefully more uh, companies take advantage of opportunities like this to work together. Now, to close the show, we were supposed to hear from Davey Boy Smith Jr., but when the camera cuts to him, he's been taken out and has a Contra flag draped over him. Joseph Samael gave us an amazing message and video package that Contra has seized MLW and MLW will be rebuilt under Contra Unit's rule. Samael says that a new season of violence and terror begins tonight. So you can see this at the very end of this week's MLW Fusion show or they have a separate video just dedicated to this amazing promo package uh, on MLW's YouTube channel. The MLW Anthology series was originally slated for next year, but this has been moved up and will begin next week. So we'll get some new content from MLW, uh, which may be out of uh, fresh new matches that uh, they have filmed already, but uh, we'll get this really great anthology series. This is really a time of year and uh, time of this uh, quarantine that we're under, where we're seeing a lot of these kind of history. Obviously, we have The Last Dance uh, with Michael Jordan. We have uh, The Last Ride with The Undertaker on the WWE Network. And uh, hopefully we get some, you know, behind-the-scenes uh, great exclusive footage that we've never seen before from this MLW anthology series. So speaking of these kind of series, uh, Ring of Honor is doing a similar kind of thing on Ring of Honor TV Last week, we saw Mark Haskins 
and kind of some history about him, some of the matches, got to hear um, some new information and a new interview from him as well. And uh, this current weekend, this past weekend uh, that uh, just happened was a spotlight episode on uh, the villain Marty Skrull. So it features the match between Skrull and New Japan Pro Wrestling superstar Kazuchika Okada. Now, uh, that was a great build. We saw a lot of it on Being an Elite. And this is where the whole uh, I'm a heavyweight came in. And uh, everyone gave Marty Skrull a a rough time, uh, a bit of a ribbing about how Okada was just going to destroy him. Uh, because, you know, difference in um, in weight classes and also a difference in, you know, just big matches and, and victories and wins. And uh, so we'll see that match. And then we'll also see the all-in pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, so this is from the all-in pay-per-view in 2018. So we're going to see that match in its entirety. That episode is also going to include a singles match between Skrull and Bandito in R- Ring of Honor. I'll look back at Skrull's first match in the company when he won the ROH World ti- uh, Television title from arc rival Will Ospreay in front of their countryman in London. Now, this match was also very cool because at that time, uh, Skrull had a saying. He said uh, he always was, used to tell Will Ospreay, there's three things that are certain in life. Death, taxes, and Skrull beats Ospreay. So right now, Will Ospreay is uh, one of the biggest uh, and brightest stars in wrestling. By the time he could just could not get over the hump against Marty Skrull. So we'll see that match. And we'll also see the formation of Villain Enterprises. Uh, obviously a big, big faction currently. You know, they've held the six-man titles. Uh, there's a lot of crossover uh, to NWA. Even this week on NWA Superpower, we'll see Villain Enterprises against Strictly Business, the team led by uh, the real world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. But this is going to show this, the formation of that Villain Enterprises group. Uh, some more good news for pro wrestling fans in the UK. Ring of Honor Wrestling returned to Fight Network UK this week and will air every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Now, I'm currently in America, so I'm not really sure uh, what is going to be on that show, but uh, leave a comment down below or uh, message us on Facebook or Twitter and let us know what you think of Ring of Honor's UK broadcast um, that is now live and should be every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Now, New Japan Pro Wrestling did not have any shows this week, but had some updates. Uh, the Wrestle Dynasty show, scheduled for August 20th, 2020, has been postponed to a date to be announced in 2021. Um, that, of course, is the show in Madison Square Garden. Everyone was really pumped about that show, going to New York to see a a big show like that, but it's now been officially postponed. Also, the Best of the Super Junior 27 tour uh, was scheduled between May 12th and June 6th. Now, that has also been canceled. So, New Japan Pro Wrestling is really keeping it safe. Uh, Here at Wrestling Stable, you know, we love New Japan Pro Wrestling. We do previews and reviews of all of their events. We try to follow every single show that they have. Uh, so really missing out on New Japan Pro Wrestling, but they don't want anyone to travel. Uh, they don't want anyone to go to arenas. And, um, you know, they're really doing the right thing. They're paying everyone. Uh, no one's been laid off. No one's been fired. Uh, they're just continuing to push back uh, a month or two at a time on all their events until uh, everything is safe and people can safely return to wrestling. Now, this week on Impact Wrestling, we had the fallout of the two-week Rebellion show. A lot happened at Rebellion. We saw Moose declare himself the new TNA World Champion after weeks and weeks of 
kind of making fun of TNA, saying he was Mr. Impact Wrestling. Uh, he goes and um, declares himself TNA World Champion. Uh, I don't think any of us saw that coming. And, uh, you know, he defended it for the first time. Uh, I don't know if he's officially the TNA World Champion, but he's already defending it. So uh, fighting champion, even if he's not really the champion. Uh, he's defended it in a triple threat match against Michael Elgin and Supermax Hernandez, TNA original. We also saw Willie Mack beat Ace Austin with a six-star frog splash to become the new X Division champion. Also an unsanctioned match between the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, and the draw, Sammy Callahan. OVE attempted to come to Sammy's rescue, but got beaten down by Sammy for their troubles. Callahan eventually passed out on the ankle lock, resulting in the victory for Shamrock. So that's kind of the setup, things that happened uh, the last two weeks at Rebellion. So in this week's post-Rebellion show, we start off with Sammy Callahan, who says that he doesn't need any help from OVE, OVE or anyone. Um, so originally when he came back with this ICU hacker gimmick, uh, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. Now he was going to merge with OVE or is he going to go out on his own? So I think uh, last week when OVE came to his rescue and um, he fought them off with, I think that was a steel or lead pipe, uh, that answer was clear that he does not need anybody else in his words. And um, OVE with him as a leader is uh, no more. So we'll just see the Chris and uh, Madman Fulton holding down the fort for Ohio versus everything. So, you know, he, we know that he has unfinished business with Ken Shamrock. Uh, so Shamrock comes out admits that Sammy did not tap out like some of the big names that have been in that ankle lock before. He did not tap out like the big show, uh, Bass Rutten, or The Rock. Shamrock tries to end the rivalry and shake Sammy's hand. And just as that happens, as he extends his hand, we hear Michael Elgin's music. He comes out. Uh, now, this episode was an empty arena episode, and uh, Sammy joked around that Big Mike got the same reaction that he usually does. <laughs> nice little uh, jab at Big Mike on that one. So, uh, you know, the conversation obviously breaks down, and uh, Big Mike is fought out of the ring by Callahan and uh, Shamrock. And uh, back in the ring, uh, you know, we're left questioning whether Sammy will – shake the hand of Ken Shamrock and uh, they'll, they'll form a little truce here as they all continue to go after the impact world heavyweight championship. But uh, Sammy Callahan cuts the lights and uh, ICU's out. That's the verb I'm going to use leaving Ken Shamrock alone in the ring. Next we see Chris Bay who says he's going to become the first finesse division champion and only needs one shot at the X division title. Willie Mack says that Bay has finessed his way into something he doesn't want. And that match will happen tonight. Next, we see OVE, Jake Chris, and Madman Fulton, cornered by Dave Chris, going against the team of Triple XL, AC Romero, and Larry D. Larry D hits the big hit, best hand in the house on Jake Chris for the one, two, three. Next, we had locker room talk with Madison Rain and Johnny Swinger. Their guest was Jessica Havoc. Havoc says she doesn't know why Nivea showed up at Rebellion, and Madison brought out another old rival of Havoc, Kimberly. Havoc and Lee were both in Combat Zone Wrestling, CZW, as most people know it by, and Shimmer together. So they have a lot of history. So we'll see on next week and the weeks going forward if they will continue to talk about that history, talk about uh, their history in Shimmer. Let's see how Nivea gets involved. And uh, this should be a really uh, exciting and fun angle uh, going forward. Cody Diener shows us how he has been handling social distancing, uh, which is basically a lot of drinking and trespassing. <laughs> Uh, next suicide beat Johnny Swinger after a code breaker and then a swanton bomb. Ace Austin uh, reacts to Chris Bay 
automatically just throwing himself at the front of the line. And as he's surprised, Chris Bay is challenging for the X Division Championship. And Ace Austin has beaten Eddie Edwards, Tessa Blanchard, and the list goes on. And now he's making a triple threat match due to his rematch clause. Moose is backstage next being interviewed by Josh Matthews. Moose says that he has a great track record as of late, beating Ken Shamrock, Rob Van Dam, and Rhino. He is the real world's champion, not Michael Elgin. Josh says that the championship was locked up and was brought out for the TNA special. Moose says it doesn't matter how he got this championship, but he is the TNA world champion. They say that next week there will be a tournament to become the number one contender for Tessa Blanchard's Impact World Championship. Moose says he is withdrawing from the tournament because he's already the real world champion. Now, I love this. Um, obviously, Tessa Blanchard is the Impact World Champion. We're having this tournament to crown a new champion because, uh, you know, Tessa is stuck in Mexico uh, with Daga, who obviously she is with. And uh, so we're able to build up to uh, a new number one contender. Uh, I'm not sure how long Eddie Edwards is off of TV, but uh, he seems to uh, be off and not traveling for this either. And uh, so this gives us something to do. This gives us a world champion presence um, in Moose as a TNA world champion. You know, there's a lot of different things we could do. We could have two separate uh, world champions. We could have a, a branch off into a second show, or this could all come to a head at maybe like a slam anniversary or something like that. We have champion versus champion, a unified championship match between uh, Moose and uh, whoever wins between Tessa and the winner of the Impact World Heavyweight Championship number one contender uh, tournament. So uh, another really exciting angle to stay on top of here in uh, Impact Wrestling slash TNA. Next, uh, Joseph P. Ryan, aka the former uh, Joey Ryan, beat Cousin Jake. Uh, obviously, he's part of cancel culture now. He's all covered up. He's proper. And, um, you know, him, Rob Van Dam. And uh, Katie Forbes are not going to be made fun of anymore on social media. Uh, they're going to cancel out everyone else. Uh, now, he beat Cousin Jake with a roll-up after an eye poke and grabbing a handful of tights. Then we see a promo package from Kiera Hogan. Next, we had Canada for the North to defend their Impact World Tag Team Championship. So this is going to be a segment that we're going to see every week, apparently. Uh, the North are stuck in Canada. Now, the North, obviously, uh, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander, and uh, official ego, uh, Ethan Page. Uh, now the arena is empty, but they have some dummies in the audience with Impact Wrestling and North shirts. They got an official ring announcer who's also a DJ. They have their music come out and uh, really, really funny stuff. Now Ethan Page reminds us uh, that when they made the earth, they put Canada on top of the US. And uh, Josh Alexander says that he has always wanted a match with Kurt Angle, but Ethan has to remind him that uh, Kurt's 90 days um restriction aren't even over yet from wwe out comes their opponents for the titles the creeps now these guys are super super skinny obviously it's a complete joke uh one guy has a mask on his hand um you know the other guy is not impressive at all and uh josh alexander does not seem to find the humor because obviously he's the walking weapon he wants a fight he wants serious competition and uh ethan page is just out here having squash comedy matches, but uh, you know, the North obviously win easily. They take care of business and uh, we'll continue to see who they defend their titles against in the great white North of Canada. Then we see a Rosemary segment with a stuffed bunny and some cards to predict the uh, predict her future. Uh, she made a little joke about Allie, how she talks, the stuffed bunny talks less than the old bunny did. And uh, then Rohit Raju announces that he's replacing Moose in the number one contenders tournament. Obviously Moose is, 
the TNA world champion. So he drew, you know, as we said earlier, he withdrew himself from the tournament. So Raju is taking full advantage of this opportunity to enter um, into the tournament and become the number one contender for the Impact World title. Next, we have the main event. Willie Mack defending the X Division Championship against former champion Ace Austin and Chris Bay in a triple threat match. Ace Austin tries the Hurricane Rana, Willie Mack off, but Mack blocks it and Austin falls down to the mat. Willie Mack hits the six-star frog splash for the one, two, three, and to retain the X Division Championship. Now, next week on Impact, we'll see Trey versus Rohit and Hernandez versus Madman Fulton in the first round of the number one contender tournament. Also, Havoc will go one-on-one with Kimberly. The main event will be Moose defending the TNA Championship against TNA Original Suicide. Please check out Wrestling Sale Podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and your preferred podcast provider. Let us know what you think in the comments down below or on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll make some adjustments for next week's episode. Thank you for checking out Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen.